Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the From The Finney podcast. In this episode, we're just going to talk about tonight's, well, very good win over Borough. Enjoy. How are we, fellas? Good, mate. Good. Good. Flag out as well, Jim. Yeah, the uh, the Denmark Whites are back out, so uh, deservedly so. Um, let's let's start before we go into specifics. Let's obviously just start with the game. Um, Ollie, I think you said it just before. You could you could tell really after what ten fifteen minutes that it was going to be a win. Um, yeah, I thought I just thought the first ten minutes we were just a lot more balanced straight away with Fusing. Um, and I thought you could tell in the first five minutes what we were trying to do with our midfield because um, they went man to man. We had Ledson really deep, Brown really wide on the right, and Potts basically as the second striker. There was so much space in that midfield because they went man for man. Um, we just created a massive hole in there. Sinclair and Barkey dropping into that space, fullbacks going man to man, and then loads of space just to run into. So I thought it was a bit more like an away game. We made it more like an away game tonight, and I think Jimmy said, "Yeah, I think Jimmy said the other day there'll be a lot of space, um, but I think North End actually created that space. So I think Alex Neal deserves a lot of credit tonight for his tactics because people were saying go four four two, but if you go four four two there tonight, they've got a spare midfielder who can just sit in, going free yeah. in midfield, going free in midfield. They were all man to man, and we could just manipulate where they were on the pitch. So that was fucking excellent from Alex Neal tonight." Yeah, he got yeah, it. He got it wrong on Saturday, and we we criticised him for it. But we'll praise him tonight because he, he was spot on. Yeah, he did, and I think you know you've got to give credit to a lot of the players tonight as well. I think the midfield three, especially, you know, for the the hard work and and endeavour off the ball. I thought Brad Potts played one of his better games at Deepdale tonight by a long way. I think from minute one he seemed like he'd had a rocket. You know, he, he was energetic. He was good on the ball. Looked like he was. It looked like he was in the mood for it tonight, you know, and I think that really showed his performance. I think, you know, you've got to give lads a lot of credit. You know, it's three, but it could have been easily four or five. You know, you look at Parky's chance first half, you look at the trees miss. Um, I think the trees miss sort of kicks us into life in a way. It feels like... Well, he got hooked straight away, didn't he? Straight away, and then Emil set up, you know, he well, set up Sinclair's chance uh, and got his goal. So, yeah, Um can't complain tonight. It's a complete performance for me. Clean sheet as well, which is important. You know, we've we've moaned about that on air quite a bit. You know, it's yeah. only our what's our fourth clean sheet of the season, but only second at home. So, you know, hopefully it's the um, the tide starting to turn. Yeah, I just thought we controlled the game with and without the ball. Um, mm. And I I just think Davis and Hughes makes a massive difference to you. Um, and we just just. I think we've taken it for granted having a right footer at left back. It just yeah. limits you so much. Um, and I thought it was good because obviously Hughes got about 70, 75 minutes. He'll got the last 15, 20. So. It looked good when he came on, didn't he? Yeah. 
put a few decent crosses in. But yeah. I think it's just good to have those options now and hopefully Rafferty's firmly got his ass seated on the bench. Um, let's talk individual performances then. There's been a bit of a mixed bag to Stockley on Twitter. Where, where do you two stand on his performance tonight? Personally, I think first off, it was... You know, he'd won the first couple of like aerial touches, but after that, he kept chucking himself to the ground and it started to get, feel quite embarrassing. Um, My one thing with that is he won, he won the duels, but he wasn't, they weren't going anywhere. Yeah, but yeah, he, he won the duels, but then the ones he wasn't winning, he just threw himself to the ground or threw his arms in there, and it was just mm. starting to get really got on my tits. Um, because he's, yeah, when it's not coming off for you, don't just start. Acting like that, you know, and obviously I know he's got the flick on for the the first goal, um, but it's a frustrating performance for him for me, and I think that's summed up with the miss, you know, late on, and obviously he's been hooked, and then it's been a positive change after that. It's one of them. You probably give him a five or a six out of ten for me. I I didn't see this like you know, complete performance. Someone said he was up there for Manic Match tonight and I'm like, there's no one near. There's so many better players on the pitch tonight, you know, than, than Stockley, unfortunately. If, if, he's played well, if he's played that well, then but I've just not seen it. Yeah, I think me and Jimmy definitely said it. I can't remember if you said it, but I think um, if you said it, Jake, I think me and Jimmy thought Stockley would start. Um, yeah, I think, I think we all did. Yeah, because Alex Neal's obviously... Had it in was his foot. Um, what was the game? Nor- was Norwich game start. then was another game. Can't remember. There was one at home where he was going to start, yeah. but obviously he was ill, wasn't he? Yeah, but Wednesday game. Um, can't remember to be honest, but he started quite a few similar games like that. And I thought the way that North End played in the first half, we created a direct channel into him. Um, so that's probably why he started. And then obviously Reese comes on last fifteen when the games, you know, one one nil up and the games very stretch and that that suits Emil. I don't think Emil won an aerial duel. I think it was there was loads of, of the ball into space for him to win mm. rather than up to his head. And Stockley wasn't great. Um, you know, I've seen people saying, what more can you ask for? But I think he probably limited us tonight more than excelled us, I'd say. But, you know, he's, in, he's on there to create space for others and ultimately, you know, he's created that space for when Reese comes on because they're chasing the game, so... I don't think he'll start on the weekend against Luton. I think Emil will probably come in. Um, you know, he's done himself no harm as he after getting a bit of stick on the weekend, which I thought was quite unfair. Well, um, can, when if, you can if, when you consider what Stockley's miss was tonight, yeah, and uh, you know, there's people saying, "Oh, he's played well because he's won a few headers." Yeah, well, that's you know, because we've that's, won three 0 and no one's talking about the mess, which mm. is to be expected to an extent. Yeah. I think yeah. if you look at player positions though, Stotley's like, there's five of them pretty much on the line. You know, there's Sinclair, Potts, Stotley, Brown and Barkey. It literally, it's like a front five if you look at player, average player positions tonight. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, it, it's frustrating for me personally because tonight was a big opportunity for him and I don't wrong, like he put himself about and stuff but it's not like there's any quality to it. You know, if you've got like a player who's putting himself about and, you know, because it was going into, it wasn't exactly going into his head a lot. It was going into his chest and feet quite a lot of the time. Yeah. And I just think, you know, Mitner is obviously a, a quality centre-half and is it Dale Fry, the other lad that was at the back with him, yeah. that Reese has tangled up for the goal. 
Um, I, I, I just think I just wanted better from him really and I think it's a good job he had Potts running alongside him and then obviously Sinclair and Barkey wide because that's where the chances were coming from if you, if you get out his feet quick enough then then great but I think either of the other two striker options could probably have done a similar job tonight for me you know Maguire's good when he's back to goal and, and can link up play um, I know Emil's quick and direct but yeah. You know, I think he has got that sort of those attributes where he can actually hold up, hold up the ball. And then he's gonna he's gonna make that direct run to create further space for the midfield. So yeah, to be honest, I didn't have a massive issue with Stocker tonight. I was, I just thought it was one of them games. I think he's a bit different to the other two in the fact that he pins a defender. Maguire draws a defender in, and I think he creates space behind him. Um, we all know what Emil is. Emil's fucking class. Um, I think that's he's at his second goal now, and yeah. I think he's won two, he's won a couple of penalties, and that's he got an assist as well. Unbelievable finish from Sinclair, who looks in great form. You know, we've spoken about we've spoken about the fact that he goes through quiet periods in the game, but I think he's becoming more involved in general play. Um, I thought I thought I thought he did well, like you said, overall tonight. Uh, yeah. I think he had a he had a spell in the first half, maybe ten fifteen minutes where he was a bit quiet. But mm. to be expected, most players go through that in a game, don't they? I think he looked quite natural playing alongside Hughes more than Rafferty as well. Um, so that was a positive tonight, and I think that's seven goals now for the season. So well on course for fifteen goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was good tonight. He just looks good when he gets when he came on the ball. And he's he's one v one against a, a full back because that's when he's, he's he's most dangerous for me when he can actually be quite direct because a lot of teams double up on him but when a team double ups on a player then that should in theory create space for somebody else so it's you know if we, there is going to be games where teams are going to double up on Sinclair but obviously it's up to his movement to to try and get away from that double up um, as well as using the extra man when it happens so. I just think, you know, looking at our runner games, I know you've said it a couple of times, I like it's favourable. I think if anyone had said we'd take seven points out the, from, from the nine for those last three games, then we'd have probably snapped the hands off. It probably wouldn't have come in the order we expected it to, but, you know, there's not a complaint in the world from me. Yeah. yeah. I think at the home form as well, I think that's seven points now from the last four home games. Um, so, you know, if you put the, the Rovers game aside... The home form is improving. Yeah, um, he has tried. He's tried different ways to do it, um, but obviously back to what he knows best tonight. And I just think with the composition of our midfield, we've got quite a few different ways that we can set up. Um, so I yeah. don't have any issue. I don't have any issue with the one up front personally. I know people want two up front, but I thought he sort of indicated that tonight himself. And it would have been a travesty if we'd have lost that or drew it because, like Jimmy said, we missed a few big chances. I think. Sinclair's crossbar moment as well Um, so you know I'm just glad that we took our late chances Um, and yeah just you know we are we're not doing bad at all I think we're five points off the playoffs I'm not sure how these games are going to finish tonight but I think it's sort of 10-11 points above the drop zone now so giving himself a bit of breathing space and this this isn't this isn't me being a dickhead I would genuinely be interested to know if people still want him sat um, I think there will be. I don't think there's uh, any doubt that people will I know, but, be sacked. But, but I got some know, stick for saying it the other week, but I think it, people have, have agendas when it comes to managers and 
I think there is people out there that will still want him sacked. And to me, that's nothing more than just having an agenda. Because mm. yeah, uh, the amount of stick but, we got as well for, for saying, look, the players are clearly playing for him. He's not lost the dressing room. And then yeah, after the Wickham game, you know, it's, it's straight back on our backs again. Jake, the thing is, though, I suppose some fans wanted the manager gone for their own opinion. And and I don't think it's agendas as such. I think it's the the fact that the look at the last twelve months and the football hasn't been great at home. But the, looking at it on a ninety minutes ninety minute basis, you know you've got to look at everything else that's gone on as well, off the pitch. You know the transfer saga. You know the fact that you know we are a little bit stale. But then the manager is clearly a good coach. You know that performance tonight isn't from a poor coach or a poor team. So I don't think it's agendas. So I think people are just very frustrated, like I've mentioned a few times in there, the fact that they can't get into grounds. And I don't think we'd have lost all those games just as fans in grounds. I, you know, I, I genuinely think we'd have we'd have picked up points. You know, because we'd as fans we, we'd probably be able to, I, I suppose, support and galvanise and, and get, be that twelfth man that you know people talk about. You know, as fans in the grounds, and you know, I look at some decisions that we've made. You know, Alan Brown's back heel decision against Birmingham. You know, at one at one apiece. I don't think he does that with fans in the ground. I, th- I think he genuinely he either tries to lay it off or he turns and shoots. You know, I think it's because there's there's no one else. It's so empty, and the only people he can hear is the coaches and other players that they're making these decisions instead of actually reacting to what they know is the better the better thing to do. Yeah. You know, and when fans are in ground, I think it. it it will help us, you know. Please get us into tier two sooner rather than later. Just even if there's a couple of thousand on. Yeah, um, I think Neil, I think Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock basically said as much um, in his pre-match press conference. He said, you know, teams like Preston have probably missed the fans a lot. Um, yeah, and I think Jimmy's spot on. Really, I don't think we'd have lost that many games if fans were in. Oh. But you know, it's only one defeat and four now at Deep Bale, and I think we lost the first five, didn't we? So. You know, we've clearly turned a corner there. I think, we, you know, your first three of your first choice back four have started tonight. Obviously, Bauer's missing. Fulton's Hunt's had a good game, to be fair to him. Had a couple of shaky moments, but, you know, think, didn't do anything wrong. you've got three, three of your first choice back four, you can afford to carry one. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I can't remember who said it, but you or Jimmy said it. You can carry one of them, but when you've got three or four missing, you know, you can't carry anyone. But... Yeah. First choice fullbacks, first choice fullbacks, and Ben Davis back in there. So, you know, it's only the second time we've had both fullbacks on the pitch tonight. Birmingham, you know, was it? Birmingham, and then when we lost one of them, I think we do lose Darnell. Did Darnell mm. go off injured? And then we conceded. Yeah, you know, and then Hughes the got injured as well. Yeah, of injured. course. Was yeah, that against Rotherham, and he couldn't come off. No, it's Birmingham. But you don't remember he was hobbling, and we conceded the goal from the left hand side. Right. Yeah, yeah, because he couldn't move. You know, it's just Birmingham. It's just one of those games where, literally, if it could have gone wrong, it did go wrong. You know, so I think you've got to sort of write that off in your head. You know, we should have got a point, if not three, that day. And, and then you, you look at the Stoke game as well, which is just a write-off. Yeah. So we're nowhere near as bad as people think. But um, I think yeah. tonight will restore a lot of faith in people. You know, because they've seen what we did at Bournemouth. They've seen that tonight. You know, yeah, and we scored a late goal on Saturday. You know, we've come from behind. I know we took the lead initially in the game, but we've come from behind to, to get a point out of the game. So this isn't a team that's dead and buried. This is a team that's actually, you know, wanting to prove a point for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. And um, I think that's, you know, what what for scored eight goals in space for a week. Yeah. You know, they're, they're flowing finally, you know, mm-hmm. and hopefully we just kick on now. You know, it's five, super... five at home in the last two, isn't it? Uh, Ollie, yeah. it's, not, it's not four and beating at home, it's three and four. Yeah, so. Because uh, obviously yeah, we, we got one, beat one, defeat, home, we? one defeat and four, yeah. Yeah, seven points from 12 at home. Yeah. And I mean, we, we've said as well recently that Alex in the past, when, when he's been maybe, maybe not under pressure, but when he's been heavily criticised by fans and whatnot, he's always bounced back and he's always managed to dig out results and, and go on a bit of a run. And since Rovers, we've lost, we've lost one in four now. So Yeah. Yeah, you know, the players play for him and he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. In yeah. fact, and that since... that was just spot on, by the way. Tactically, I might do a review on this game because he just he needs some credit for it. Um, you know, it, it was just so good tonight, tactically. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what he says post match. I'm looking forward to the comments. I'm looking forward to what Warnock says as well because I think, you know, he'll he, be brutally he'll, honest, won't he? Yeah, yeah of course, better spade, won't he? But I'm just glad we, you know it's a bit of a monkey hard back as well about Bobby. Said to just tweeted first win at Deepdale over Middlesbrough since 1972. Yeah, I know you hate these sort of statistics, Ollie. You know, I don't think your parents will won't have even been born then. Christ, that's how long. That's how long ago it is. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's good. It's a monkey off the back. So, uh, go just just the, the point on Sinclair. How, how old is he? 31. Yeah, yeah. I don't, he he won't have been alive either. It is well, no. <laughs> Um, but he's had a, he's had a few shorter appearances where he started and he's maybe been brought off. But there's no signs of fatigue or anything like that yeah. in terms of his overall performances. You yeah, know, he's making lung busting runs late into games, and mm. I think you yeah, said Jay- it either in a written piece, Ollie, or on a yeah. podcast a few a while ago. I think it was in a written piece, wasn't it, mm. about the injuries that he's had. At, Previous clubs that even though he's thirty-one, he's what? Did, how did you put it that he's not he's not well it, run or something like that? It weren't to do with injuries. It's just he's played a very limited amount of football. It was in a piece I wrote probably in September. I think he's played as many minutes more or less as Ben Davis has in his career. Yeah. Um, so he's thirty-one, but he's probably played what a twenty-seven-year-old's played. Yeah. And he's an absolute unit, isn't he. So I've not got any real issues about you know Sinclair fatigue or anything like that because you know we barely played in the, before he got to Celtic he, he had a very patchy career in terms of minutes um, and then he's had three four strong years at Celtic and we've probably got him at a very good time in his career yeah um, you know he knows what he is now he's, he's not a lightning winger but he's just got so much quality that finish tonight on his left foot you know it's just clinical Fast. isn't it that yeah, yeah. I mean he started Nine out of the last ten games, Sinclair, right, and he's played the full ninety and five of the last six. He got brought off against Blackburn at half time. Obviously, that was a tactical change, but yeah, no, he's he sort of reminds you know. You, it's really funny you mentioned about that, Ollie, because like another player who did that, had that sort of like late burst of his career was like David Ayres, and he ended up playing until he was like early thirty, early forties, sorry. Because cause he started football so like actually playing week in week out so late, it gave him that that more time at the end of his career. I think he, yeah. I think Ayers only came into the game at like twenty four, twenty five, from what I remember. 
and but then playing week in week out at that age it sort of like prolongs your life within football so he'll yeah. probably end up retiring at 36 37 38 whatever he wants to I'm, I'm sure he's made enough money in his life to be able to just do what he wants now and yeah. he just seems to be enjoying his football and you, you can't really knock him I think he you know he gave Reese a lot of credit tonight for his assist as well and yeah I just think it's it's all coming together for Sinclair now so yeah Hopefully, yeah, obviously, hopefully there, big things. There was a few concerns, weren't there? Um, you know, I think between his debut and sort of the season, this season starting, so, you know, February, March, and then after lockdown, about how we were going to fit him in. But like I said before, he just seems a lot more involved. And like Jimmy said, he does actually look like he's enjoying it. I think mm-hmm. we found a role for him. And he's just absolute quality, isn't he? I think it you know, probably helps as well that he's settled off the pitch. You know, he's got a house, his missus is pregnant as well, so... Yeah. Yeah, all that. As much and as you can be settled with a pregnant missus, that is. Yeah. Yeah, but just back to the minutes thing, he's played, you know, same sort of minutes as Andrew Hughes and Ben Davis has, so... Yeah. You know, I think that's probably... When you look after yourself as much as he does, that's, it's not really a concern, is it? Which is, you know, no offence getting the best out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Saturday then, fellas. It's just that, that time of the season for you, Ollie. Yeah, I don't know if I'm dreading this or looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, going there at a good looking time. looking forward to it, surely. I hate seeing Nathan Jones sad. <laughs> so, you know, if we win, it's going to be a bit, of a bit of a sticky one for me. But, you know, I think we'll go there and win. Yeah. They're um, they're having issues, aren't they? At the minute, they're not scoring yeah. a lot of goals. I mean, they scored three past Norwich, but Norwich were absolutely depleted that night. But then you look at the games. You know, they've not scored more than one goal since I think it was third or fourth game of the season when they beat Wickham two 0 Yeah, they've um, had a t- they've had a tough few fixtures. To be fair to them, in the last few weeks, but but yeah, we went there obviously first game post lockdown and should have won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a tight ground and it'll have 2,000 fans there but yeah I think you know hopefully we can kick on again yeah two wins five draws three defeats in the last ten so hard to beat yeah what's that 11 points out of 10 games so not yeah I think they've they've lost very few home games since Nathan Jones went in there Um, so you know it won't be an easy game by any means they'll make it hard for you I think they're they're still playing a 4-2-3-1 at the minute Went back to a diamond for a bit, but he's gone, you know, back to a four-two-three-one. So, you know, it'll be two teams. You know, we do play very similar styles of football, um, very similar coaches, to be honest. I'd say. So, yeah. and you know, not not two dissimilar sets of squads. Um, you know, both very energetic midfields, probably lacking quality in areas. Um, Harry Cornick hasn't hit the heights of last season, which I think is probably why they've you know struggled to score goals as much. Because yeah. um, he's he looked like a cracking player last season, loads of pace, but you know, second season sometimes a bit tougher. But yeah, I think um, you know, Lau our first choice fullbacks. Hopefully, restarts. DJ comes back into contention, so everything's positive. Bailey's got more minutes tonight as well. Yeah, he, looked, yeah. he looked quite good. I thought. Be interesting to fit DJ in. Thinking about it, how do you fit DJ in? He's probably going to drop Barky in here. I, I, I'm going to have a guess. And he'll put Potts wide right and put DJ into the 10. That would be my presumption. Um, mm. 
Yeah. Do you think Marky looked a bit a bit flagged tonight? Like he was flagging a bit toward the end or No, I didn't personally think so. I thought he had some great great movement tonight. Um I'm not sure if it's a bad miss or it's a very good save from a keeper. It's both. I think I think he's got a score, but I think I think it is a good save. I think he could have just clicked it over him. Mm. Um it looked like the he, form... was, he was going down a bit bit early, didn't he? Yeah. As in the keeper. Yeah, the keeper. Yeah. I think the form is in. You know, you'd have, you would have expected him to score, but Barkey is similar to Sinclair. He has a lot of his stuff is off the ball in it. So, you know, if he doesn't score or get a big chance, you might think he's had a quiet game. But um, obviously, he dropped Maguire back out tonight, so he'll be fresh. DJ will be fresh. Reese will be fresh. You know, so. And, and full of confidence, you would imagine, as well. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Can't remember the last time Barkey started. The amount of games he has in a row. He's just started. Well, he started the last six games. I was going to say tonight. Was four six, goals. Yeah. So can't really remember him putting a run together like that for a long time. You know, and obviously mm. I know it's quite widely reported about his asthma and stuff, and how he can struggle at times. You know, so maybe it's the time to just give him a breather. You know, a week off after Luton. Don't forget as well. You know, so they'll actually get some training under the belt that they've yeah. probably not had for a while. Um, so I think it's Friday night it's, game, isn't it? Friday night, Christmas Day. So um, yeah, that's gonna be nice and fun, isn't it? Feels like on a podcast on a Friday night. A few <laughs> beers, yeah. Our Christmas special. So yeah, yeah. I think it's a big week. Um, so we just see what happens Saturday, and hopefully it's if we can get another. If we can, if we can beat them, that that'll put us in really good stead. I think. I think it's. Yeah. Um, Especially with what's coming up over the next sort of three, four weeks before. Yeah. Is it Forest we play on the 2nd of Jan, the week before the FA Cup? Yeah. I think you look at this one of fixtures now and it'll put, it will decide our season, won't it? Let's be honest. Or what we're going to do with our season. Because if we're going to be in the top half after this, you know, after the Forest game, could be back on. You know, everyone's written us off in our heads, but, you know, Championship's a funny league, isn't it? You know, look at the fixtures tonight. I mean, we're in injury time. Derby are joining with Brentford. Rovers are getting beat. Forest are getting beat again. Reading are losing at home. You know, it's mm. just a funny. It's a, it's the most bizarre league in the world, I think. You know, because any, anybody can beat anyone. Yeah. yeah. So, still, still very concerned about January personally. Yeah, of course. I think it's um, it's something we're going to come on. For, for that reason. Pod, yeah, for that reason. I can't see us finishing in the top six. Um, I think it'll be above Neil's head, but get as many points on the board as you can now and see what happens. But, you know, yeah. we're doing we're doing fine, like we've said. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cheers, fellas. Thank you very much. And thank you, listener, for listening to episode 21 of the Friendly Finney podcast. Uh, we're not too far off 2,000 followers on Twitter, so, well, we are actually about 70. But, yeah. If if you're not following us on Twitter, go and give us a follow. Um, And yeah, thank you very much. See you Sunday. See you Sunday. Nice one.